Has the disruption of COVID-19 knocked our journey to the EMS Agenda 2050 off its trajectory or boosted it into warp drive? Are we going to evolve or simply revolve? Only those that know how to adapt will survive. That's today's discussion. I'm Rob Lawrence and this is EMS One Stop. In a recent article, I considered the effects of COVID-19 on the EMS Assessment 2020. In a similar vein, I also completed an overview which will feature in an article on the soon-to-be-published EMS1 and the Fitch & Associates EMS Trend Report 2020. As I was on a roll reviewing the reviews in the light of the pandemic, I figured out I would revisit the NHTSA Office of EMS forward-thinking document EMS 2050. The aim of doing this is to see if there's any indication that COVID-19 has disrupted or advanced our imagined trajectory to the future, and to see whether our evolution is now a revolution. The NHTSA Office of EMS forward-looking document, EMS Agenda 2050, begins by offering that the world in 2050 will be dramatically different with new challenges and opportunities. And it suggests that the best way to predict the future is to create it. Now, released in 2019, the title implies that to get to where we need to go will take 30 years. But the events of the last few months could well have given this a boost as a combination of necessity and survival have forced us to overcome through improvisation and adaption. The EMS Agenda 2050 identified that for change to occur, the systemic and cultural shifts required will take a generation COVID-19, with its infection and mortality rates, has generated a new culture and system virtually overnight, with EMS at the forefront witnessing the effect on the population. We've had to adjust our playbook rapidly, adhering in some cases to the Darwinian principle that it's not the strongest that survive, but those that are most adaptable to change. According to the agenda, looking 30 years ahead, we envisage call centre-based telemedics working with the community volunteers and artificial intelligence medics, all enjoying the benefits of an immediate assessment via the patient's wearable monitoring devices and rapid history via the connected healthcare information systems. Immediate medication delivery will be achieved via drone and transport to the most appropriate treatment node in autonomous vehicles, although and all without lights and sirens, which immediately solves the don't call me the ambulance driver debate once and for all. The only thing missing was the requirement to pave paradise and put up a parking lot. Now I've planted that song in your ear, let's carry on. If we break pre-hospital medicine down into its constituent parts, we can see most of what we aspire to already exists, albeit sitting in silos that their process owners are reluctant to launch. The EMS Agenda 2050's view is that we need to achieve people-centred EMS systems that include processes, protocols, technology, policies and practices designed to provide the best possible outcome for individuals and communities every day and during major disasters as is with us now. The futuristic vision that we remove the perverse incentive that says we only gain income from taking the patient to the ED, possibly outside their wishes and our best interest, is now playing out. 
As we conduct the sensible practice of treating in place where the acuity warrants it, we conduct not only mission avoidance, but actual arrival avoidance, and potentially save a bed for those who truly need it. Reimbursement legislation has not yet caught up with this innovation, and we continue to collectively lobby for the money to allow this forward-thinking procedure to continue. The telemedic, thanks to COVID-19 CMS waivers, is becoming a standard of care, and importantly, patients like it. This, along with treat-in-place, is a pillar of the ET3 demonstration, which we've now demonstrated that it works, and it's actually happening. So, let's fund it and move forward. Not so easy, however, as we in EMS are in one silo and the cash register is in another. We talked about silos earlier on and there's a live example of one. A glimmer of funding hope has emerged this week as Representative Cindy Axney, Representative French Hill and Representative John Larson led a bipartisan letter addressed to HHS Secretary Azar and CMS Administrator Verma seeking fair reimbursements including treating place for firefighters, EMS and other medical first responders. The EMS Agenda 2050 describes a highly educated EMS workforce with educated, highly capable and appropriately compensated EMS clinicians, managers and EMS physicians. In the agenda, those licensed EMS clinicians will be granted the privilege to practice across the country, with all EMS professionals able to practice at the level that their education prepares them for. Perhaps this is a rate-determining step that COVID-19 cannot accelerate for us, but answering the degree requirement question and the nationwide spread of the recognition of EMS Personnel Licensure Interstate Compact, or REPLICA, may assist. On a positive education note, the proliferation of immersive virtual online education is increasing as online learning management systems are offering fresh and vibrant education for all, and in this COVID era, it perhaps is one of the only ways we can go about it. As with all things EMS, we must make sure we continue to evolve and resist the temptation to revolve. In the final analysis, we should still hold by the vision of the EMS Agenda 2050, although COVID-19 has helped release and advance some of the procedures, although policies and politics have not totally cooperated. But I do believe we are beginning to drag the envisioned future to us, as opposed to moving slowly towards it. Well, that was my view. Do you think we're going to have to pave paradise and put up a parking lot? I suspect in the future we're going to have to take all the EMTs and put them in an EMT museum because Medicare are only going to pay a buck and a half to see them. Anyway, as I said, those are my views. I'd love to hear yours on the main webpage comment section um, on ems1.com. So please follow me on Twitter at UKRobL or over on LinkedIn. Uh, if you're listening to this on the SoundCloud, just hang on for another second because there's another great episode of Chris and Kelly's show Inside EMS coming right up. That's all for now. I've been Rob Lawrence and until next time, bye for now.